Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing... The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group, no purchase necessary. Avoid where prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. What up, what up, what up? It's your man Anthony Walker, joined by my man Murph Baldwin. You hear me, Murph? Yes, sir. All right. This is the Calculus of Combat, everybody. So welcome to this new show right here. Uh, so Murph, the SRN fans are not familiar with you. Uh, so please give us a, a, a brief intro of yourself, my brother. Murph Baldwin, my man. You know me. A lot of people out there in the MMA, MMA space probably do know me from certain websites that will go unmentioned. <laughs> but in my normal life, I am a normally a college football writer and I'm um, doing my Bo Jackson thing, man. I fashion myself the Bo Jackson of media as I embark on something that I have loved since I was a kid, and that is combat sports, uh, partaking myself in Taekwondo and wrestling growing up. Um, I love me some boxing. If somebody's throwing kicks, I'm there. But, hey, man, that's pretty much me, man. But I'm a college football guy. That's what I do for a living. But I will be rocking with my man Ant on the calculus of combat from here into the near future. Hey, there you go. What up, bro? Yeah, yeah, there, there it is, right? Had, had a little issue with the video right here, but we, we, we're getting this down straight. So I got to put you back on the full screen so we can get you on, on, on the Skype looking official and whatnot. And, uh, yeah, and then we can start all this talk about the Maymac event, spectacle, whatever you want to call it, that's going down in a matter of hours at this point, man. Yeah, man, like, I'll be honest with you, man. I can't wait for this to be over because it's like, such a weird dichotomy just to hear people that you wouldn't normally hear talk about um, MMA or people you wouldn't normally hear talk about boxing. And it's just like you hear some of the craziest things. And it's like, I don't know, man. Like, you know how we do it on the calculus of combat. You know, we're going to give it to you real, give it to you uncut, hardcore, whatever. So, um, hey, man, I'm ready to get into it. Yeah, man. I'm ready to, hey, I'm ready to get into the the – the strategy of it. It's the calculus of combat, of course. So um, if anyone has listened to us before, man, we like to get into the minutia of the sport, in-depth analysis, and then really try to hit home and hammer home uh, what exactly you will see out there from a strategical standpoint. And I think that's something that both of us do very well. My man Ant is, I've said it before, is the fastest rising guy in mixed martial arts media. I have heard about Ant when Ant was coming through on the Sure Dog Radio. The minute he got on, and I was like, man, this guy is extremely cool. Uh, he's extremely knowledgeable. And, um, man, I'm glad to be your co-host. But normally I am the host. So what is going on with that, bro? Hey, you know, just because I'm I'm doing a, a bang-up job with these boards right now, trying to get this video down straight. And I harassed you earlier about, yeah, we're going we gonna to do this video thing. And uh, here, here I am messing it up. But it's all good, though. You forgive me. I really don't. 
<laughs> All right, man. All right, so ready to rock though? Yeah, yeah. Let's let's get it in, man. All right, man. So my man Ant, I like to call him Ant McGregor. I like to call him <laughs> I thought, Bayless. Yeah, Ant Bayless. That's that's the one we'll go with. Ant Shop. <laughs> Who else is out there with some of these crazy some of these crazy antics going on there? Uh Robin Aunt Black. Woodley. Ant Woodley. You know yes, what? I'll take that one. <laughs> No, actually, I didn't. I, mean, I bet you would take that. <laughs> I, I wasn't. I wasn't um, privy to what was going on in the FS1 broadcast. I was watching Showtime stream for some of the pre-fight stuff uh, in the weigh-ins. So that that's that's kind of where my attention was devoted. But um, what, what was know. he saying? I, I think I think Willie's putting on for FS1. You know, he's got to support MMA on FS1, which is you know, I mean, it's a it's a business. This is a business. Marketing is everything. Obviously, T. Wood is one of these guys that could be in the line. Of a fight with Connor pretty soon. You just never know. They already teased it before you. They have stuff to work with. So I don't know. It looks like he's putting on, man. He actually believes that McGregor has more of a chance than I believe he has. And most of the people out there, except yourself. So, but let's get into the strategy of it, man. If you're Connor <laughs> McGregor, and which you pretty much are on our show. Yeah, right, man. You gonna... stay with this nonsense. Um, well, like, okay, what I would do if I were Connor. Sir. Uh, cash that check, <laughs> cash that check, baby. Get that bag. That's that will be my main objective. Uh, but not a, not all money is good money. Hey, I'm telling you, man. The the millions and millions of dollars will heal his wounds. Like they just just <laughs> put it around the, the wounds and let it soak up the blood. Uh, I really think I really think though that Connor is not. I don't think he's going to win this fight. Despite this narrative, you keep pushing, calling me Aunt Bayless. I don't think Connor's going to win this fight. But what I do think, though, is that he'll at least have a couple of moments where Floyd is genuinely confused by some strange things that he does, and that could win him a round or two. That could get him some sort of respect in hindsight, uh, how we view this fight you know, down the line. But it, I don't think it's going to matter a whole lot at the end. I think Floyd wins by decision. You know, he's such a computer, the way he figures out things as they go on. He downloads all this data, and then you can't use those tricks anymore. Um, I think the moment that that data is downloaded, it's a wrap. But just from a strategy standpoint, exactly how would you approach it if you're coming out there? Because this is what I hear. A lot of people, they talk about, um, man, he's going he's going to land that big punch. I mean, we've never heard that before. People talking about, oh, he's going to come out. He's going to be doing capoeira-style movements, which is cool, you know? But boxing is played at a at a drastically different you mean the 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 spatial, the 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 proprioception of it, the the spatial, your spatial awareness, everything about it has to be different. So tell me exactly what is he gonna do? People can't do it. People are really wishing. There's listen, and there's there's analysis, and then there's wishful thinking. Like this is something that I noticed about a lot of MMA media. It's like I, myself, I don't want to I don't want to be on no Sure Dog Radio Network. Like I'm a boxing guy or something like that. Absolutely, we have this oh, on here. Are we you have sure? Martial arts. Well, where's your TMT we hat? <laughs> I left it. Oh, it's, it's over there. It's it's over, you really it's, have one, don't you? <laughs> nah. nah, nah. <laughs> um, listen, like if you think about it, you know what I mean. Like my thing with mixed martial arts media is that in college football, right? We have to play stuff down the line. Like it, it's a, it's a definitely a huge credibility factor, even for us people and um that cover certain teams right you can't cover a certain team like i cover uh university of georgia or the university of southern california or university of alabama 
I can't openly root for the University of Alabama. I can't, you know, I mean, openly say this and that, or, or go against myself or against my better judgment because my credibility is at stake. And I just see a lot of wishful thinking and not some real analysis being put into it, man. I want some real analysis from my man, and I know you have it. And a lot of people out there don't know that you're actually a boxing instructor. I think uh, you try to keep that on the low, though. I mean, I, I don't think I'm necessarily the best out there. You know what I'm saying? I, you know, I don't, you know, I'm not, I'm not heavy, heavy, heavy in the boxing like that. But what I will say, though, is that Connor has some things that could possibly disrupt our conventional wisdom of, of what boxing is. So, and, and that, and I'm, and once again, I'm not saying that's going to win him the fight. I'm not saying that at all. I, I think that, I think that notion is, um, well, kind of ridiculous, actually, that that he will win the fight uh, with with perhaps the the greatest um, boxer of our generation, you know, with with no professional boxing experience of his own. But I do know this though, and you, with your uh, taekwondo background, can probably attest to this as well. Have you ever sparred somebody who didn't quite know what they were doing on, on the level that you did, and you found yourself getting caught by some weird things? You know, where the rhythm is a little disrupted, where they don't necessarily throw a two properly right behind the one or, you know, it, it, when, when you do normal things because that's what you've been trained to do, you fight a guy who hasn't been trained to do those normal things and those behavioral patterns are still set in your head and you still react to things that they aren't necessarily going to do. Uh, well, okay. that, yeah, that could yeah. have a, a benefit to the more experienced guy, obviously, but it can also have a, a disadvantage just for those weird things to happen. No doubt about it, man. I think that that goes in any sport. But if you like that, if you're trying to use that type of analogy, there's two sides to that coin. Yeah, he may be throwing something. His rhythm may be off. He may throw um, uh, uh, something different. Maybe he, maybe his, his footwork is a little bit different than you notice. But guess what? He has to defend what I'm bringing as well, you know? And if I'm more... If I'm sitting more down, sitting more in the pocket on mine, or from, or if my my footwork is is ideal to the fact that where I can I can circle correctly, uh, I can cut angles correctly, I can do it so that he's at the disadvantage no matter what he's doing or what he's trying to do because there's a way, and there's a there's a there's a reason why you're taught to do these certain things in, in certain sports. You know, if I'm in football and I'm coming and I'm a cornerback, and I and I have to backpedal, right? There's some guys who like to use rocker techniques. There's some guys who who they open up their gate and try to run with you, a mirror technique. But there's a reason why you're taught to backpedal first before you get in and out of your transitions because that's going to be the best way to flip your body to be able to run with someone. So if you don't have the basis of that down, I don't care what you're doing out there, man. You're not going to be able to combat what somebody else is doing. I, I, just, I just hate to break it to you. And then especially the fact that you're not adept to what they're doing, even if it's conventional, especially if it's good. It's still levels to this, and it's still something that a lot of people are going to have to contend with as far as that goes. But I definitely see what you're saying about about him being able to chop up the rhythm and, and bring a different form of that. But uh, I, I don't know, bro. I think that's more wishful thinking than analysis, if you get what I'm saying. Yeah, I mean, but we have to – I think Conor McGregor at least has earned the, the spot to where wishful thinking becomes part of the analysis because this is the same guy who said that before he even oh, got God, into the UFC that he was going to knock out the greatest featherweight of all time in the first round, and he did it. So he's, and he's done some things that have defied conventional wisdom. Yeah, he has. He's done some things that have defied conventional wisdom from an MMA perspective. So it only makes sense that MMA guys – Keep that in mind as he 
takes on a new challenge, despite how daunting that that challenge may be. I, I don't think it's too. I mean, it's one thing. It's one thing to go full on Skip Bayless and you know and credit as you have done. Oh, absolutely not. That's BS. What are you? What? Yeah, that's crazy. I never gone yes, full Skip Bayless. Yeah, have you ever heard me talk about Nate Diaz's sumo skill? Uh, ability. Oh. That, that, you ever no, hear that, me? That's, that's, that's yeah, a, that's it's ridiculous. There's good skip bellies and basket bellies. That's when he's. That's the Tim Tebow. No. The Tim Tebow kind of. Um, all he does is win skip bellies. I've, I've also your normal everyday skip bellies. You have gone. There. Oh, that's ridiculous. That's absolutely ridiculous. Come on. In man, fact, in play, fact, you know what? Let, the, let the listeners the know. We let the listeners know. You can go to the old fight nights page. Go to the old fight nights page on SoundCloud, um, and then you can go. Listen to the archives we got so far for Calculus of Combat, and you will never hear me go full Skip Bayless. You going full player hater right now just because you ain't sexy like me. And that's understandable, man, because that's the struggle that men across the world feel every day. And you know what, my brother? I'm still your friend. I'm still your friend. I still got your back. So, uh, so yeah, hey, entertain the people for just a second. I got to let my man Jules in the building real quick. Oh, never, never. He's walking in the door right now. What's up, Jules? Um, so he he's gonna we're gonna put him on the mic as well in in a second here. But man, I right. I, I think that um, I think that Conor McGregor is has earned that he's earned that right for for people to 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 question conventional wisdom because he has defied it repeatedly. Um, but but also but I'm You're not right. I'm, and that's a, he's, yeah. he's defied it in a positive and negative the, fashion. The, 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 but the fact that he's did he, in did this he fight, think he was going to get choked out by Nate Diaz. Did he did he Mystic Mac that? Oh uh, no no he Mystic he Mac that he was yeah. going to go all five rounds with Nate Diaz. But also I, actually he said he was going to knock him out. Yeah he did he did. But but this is but also keep in mind he is in this fight. He is in this fight. He is not supposed to be there. You know that is not supposed to happen. No, oh, come on, man! It's about money, dog. It's I mean, about man, money, but this, but still, how many how many if he had other to fight his way to get to this fight? Then that's how you define conventional wisdom. Yeah, you know? but, but well, if you're talking about something that is, where it's just a couple of entities where um bro, they're gonna go about making money. Oh, you wild! You are wilding right now. You are wilding, my man. You are wilding. Because you don't you don't think? Of course, this is about money, but you don't think this is defined conventional wisdom? The fact that the UFC for the first time ever has co-promoted. I mean, if unless you want to count, you know, when they had that that brief crossover with Pride uh, before they end up buying the promotion. Yeah. But but they so this is the first time they're they're you know actually labeled as a co-promoter. They've they've like backed this guy to leave the leave the sport to try something else. That's something that has been you know you could you could check out a couple references to this I made in my my opinion piece. On, on sure dog uh which is, hey which is really good by the way oh, i thank you. that bad boy man good, good job on that appreciate that man well, See, guess what? you, you give me some credit man that's that that's too. a new thing for you man i appreciate that brother if you were actually here in person i'll give you some dap but you know um <laughs> yeah going to punch the screen or something <laughs> but but yeah man i like there there are several precedents that, that have now been set that conor mcgregor has done just by getting this fight booked and and that is that right there is is marvelous. That that's incredible that he's been able to do that. Now I'm now I'm not yeah. that's not saying I think I think if he lands that left hand, I'm not gonna go full skip bells and say if he lands that left hand, that Floyd is gonna crumble because Floyd has an incredible chin. So when we talk about pure technique, yes, Conor McGregor most likely you loses this battle. But most we do, likely most likely, yes, because there is Off of there, pure technique. Because it's a fight, dude. Anything can happen. Anything can happen. So this is this is boxing. This is a sport. That's another thing. I, I think people are 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 aren't taking into account. This is this is a sport. 
Yeah. This is a sport. Upsets I mean, happen in fighting, sports, man. Fighting is definitely a, an aspect of it, but this is a sport. There's technique involved, like you said before. There's a whole bunch of different aspects that people aren't aren't, aren't taking in. Like we really could he land one? Oh, come on, man! Like we, there's a lot of stuff that that can happen in life. He can land that punch and then not do anything. We just saw him land that punch on Paulie. What happened to Paulie? Uh, go Aunt Bailey. Go Aunt Bailey. What well, the, the sweat so flew off his head? Me, the sweat flew off his head. His head snapped hey, man, back. He was, <laughs> you hey, know what I'm saying? That's but what uh, happens in boxing. That's what happens to Paulie a lot. Oh yeah, it, it it happens. Period. Yeah, Paulie Paulie is not known for his defensive wizardry. That's for sure. Exactly. Um, you know, but but this is still the fact still remains. Conor McGregor is here and he is not supposed to be. So just that right there alone. You know, salute to Connor on that. Like, this guy is about to cash a $100 million check, more money than he's ever made in the UFC, uh, put all of his purses He'll combined. in the UFC. Yeah. Uh, I mean, unless unless he really, unless he really is about to alter the game if and when he comes back to MMA. Um, and that $4 billion debt that WMEIMG uh, took up to buy this promotion, I doubt that's going to happen quite like that. But but Connor, Connor, at the very least, he's probably earned himself – Literally a piece of the promotion, you know, and Dana White has actually went on record, uh, I think yesterday, the day before, saying that he is open to the idea of getting giving Conor McGregor an ownership stake in the UFC. That is game changing. That That man right there is an agent of change. That is not bright. That is not bright. If I'm if I'm him, I'm I'm negotiating some type of way to where I can run it myself. I can do my own thing. I don't need nothing to do with the UFC. He's his own commodity. He's hot right now. He doesn't need the UFC. He could go to Bellator and pull pull the same numbers. He's he's the promotion. Well, he has the McGregor Sports and Entertainment brand, uh, which is gonna which that logo is gonna be. It's been featured on all the promotional material for this fight. So yeah, he still has that company. But I'll take a little chunk of that UFC money as well if they offering it. I'll take that. You wouldn't take that. Man, I take that. Yeah, yeah. about that. Hey, give me that back. Right, so give me that back. Listen, listen, man. So you 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 skirted around the question. You filibuster, and that's exactly what you do when it comes to this. Normally, when we're talking about Kevin Lee or or, or T Wood or or you know what I mean or or something that you can really get behind, you have more in depth knowledge and in depth analysis for me. But man, you you come on now. Look at oh, you. really? You know no, it yeah. too. That's why you're smiling. <laughs> no, I'm smiling so because smiling. because your your continual hatred has has put a grin on my face. Continue Whatever, hatred. Man. All right, and I'm 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 Murph, <laughs> I'm Murph Mayweather. <laughs> You're Murph Mayweather. <laughs> I'm Murph Mayweather. This is exactly what I would do if I was coming out just to combat what you said. So if you're saying that Connor's going to come out, he's going to be uh, changing up changing up the rhythm. Uh, he's going to be trying to change up the spacing, which makes no sense because you have to get in boxing range to hit someone. Yeah. Or if you're not, if you're an MMA range, and I know exactly how Connor throws, we know that he's combinationless. He's not big. He, he'll throw one-twos, but he'll throw them repeatedly. That's the thing about boxing, that repeated combinations will get you hurt because it becomes a rhythm thing. You have to be able to vary your attack. You have to be able to vary your combos. You're throwing two, three, fives. You better be doing one, one-twos and, uh, you know what I mean, everything that you could possibly think of to not get your rhythm um you know, can I get that that data downloaded per se, right? So right. my thing is, if I'm going to come out with him, I'm I'm going to look for a little bit to see what he's doing. But, man, come on, man. He's not going to be doing anything that, that we haven't seen before. Uh, I'm sorry. He's not going to be able to reinvent the wheel. Anytime we've seen him spar, it looks 
pretty amateurs, you know. To Anytime say we've seen him spar, you've seen 35 seconds of sparring footage, dude. So that means in 35 seconds, you should definitely have enough time for it to look remotely acceptable, right? Hey, well, in the same breath, we can't we can't say because you have Chris gone Van on. Herden, you, we've seen a ton, ton of minutes. Yeah, yeah that was like, that was like a year that? and a half ago. Yeah, of course he can improve from that. A year I mean, and a half was, ago. Or two like, years ago, something like that. Huh? That was, was like a while ago. December or something like that. No, no, that was um that was like last oh, no, it was I can't even remember. But I do know I was in Vegas at the time that that happened, and Tony Jeffries, who runs that gym, shot me a text message telling me to get down there to watch yeah. this. And I just happened to be in Vegas, so I couldn't go. But but yeah, um the fact that, the fact of the matter is, I mean, Connor has been training exclusively boxing. For the large majority of this time, or like the last two months, no, no. In, in the Van Heerden, when the Van Heeren sparring footage, I think he had just he had been mostly been training boxing. I think he was he was getting ready to to fight uh, Nate Diaz, so it was just all boxing and BJJ. And then after that fight, um, and then the Alvarez when he he trained a lot of boxing for that. I know, um, I mean you could, t- but that four piece he put on on your man Eddie Alvarez that that, that put him away. And don't even say it. Don't even say it. I know what you're about to say. Don't even yeah, say it. Yeah, I am about to say it. Don't, even, average. Say, don't even say so listen, that, man. man. So, hey. you, so you're going to glean something from Eddie Average whose face was extremely hittable. I'm going to I'm going to gleam something from perhaps one of the greatest lightweights of what? all time. What? Eddie Alvarez is one of the greatest lightweights of all time. That's that's ridiculous to think of. of all time. One of the greatest lightweights of all time. I don't understand. Every episode we have to have this argument. You yes, tripping. Every, you still don't every, see the light. You still don't see the light. We're going to have this. We're going to go at it with this. This makes no sense to me, man. You can't tool around in the in the MAC. You can't tool around in in the um in, in Division Two and be called the greatest of all time. I'm sorry. I, I can't. I can't rock with that. I can't rock with that, bro. Not at not at all. Your schedule does not meet that of some of the guys that I've seen, especially if you're not doing it right now at Lightweight. There was a time when Lightweight, there was a a dearth of talent. Obviously, it went away and all, all kinds of stuff. To me, if you're banging out in Lightweight right now, you the man. No doubt about it. And I don't think of Eddie Alvarez as anything but a top 10 fighter as of right now. You're going to say that like, oh, no, he's he's past his prime and all this. Eddie, what is he, like 30, 31? He's already past his prime Dude, just to make this for you to make your point? He's, he's had on, a man. lot he of fights, man. He should be rocking out right now. He should be... Dog, he should be he should be killing people right now. I'm sorry. Hey, well, he did just he give us he did Connor. just he was, give he us like perhaps the round Connor. of the year so far against Dustin Poirier very recently. So um, he was they, about to lose. Actually, I think Poirier was was on his way to lose that one. The way that fight was starting to play out, but that's man, another story. On. That's a whole other story. And you know what, man? Come on, your, go, your, go your, the, hatred, the, your hatred, your hatred sickens me. Your hatred sickens me. Hey, let all right. So my man is sitting over here. Let me let me try to put the camera on him real quick. Where was this? All right, so I got a little. Little little shot right here with the, there we go, there we go. There's the camera. Hey Jules, say what's up to the people. What's going on, guys? <laughs> so uh, Jules, meet Murph. Uh, yeah. Jules is uh, my my former co-host on Fight Nights. Uh, this is my my current host slash co-host or whatever on uh, Calculus of Combat. So you had so you had to put up with this BS before I did, man. Every freaking week, man. I, <laughs> Murph Mayweather, <laughs> don't get me wrong, man. Listen, I love the guy, but his head is screwed up sometimes. Man, so. screwed up with all this sexy man. Sometimes. You know what? Two player haters on the on the same thing. You know what? I'm gonna walk out. Let y'all let y'all just do a hate fest. Dude, we just roast yeah, you. We, do we, do we, a hate we, fest. We're just gonna be honest. You know? oh, that's, that's pretty fest. much what's, what it's gonna be. So yeah. you come in, Andrews. Right. You come here with the slick back hair, I looking mean, all suave. But at least we got the matching. We got the matching blue shirts going on right now. <laughs> hey, so I can dig oh. that. So I thought I'd I wear my my Lex Luthor for president shirt today. The uh, the same shirt I wore 
at the UFC 199 Q&As. So, yeah, I asked DJ a question. Back, like back when we were, we were struggling to get our podcasts heard nationwide. <laughs> I mean, there is so much stuff going on right now. I mean, people are, like, up in arms about this whole fight. People are freaking out. There is one person that I really feel for right now, and that's, uh, that's Derek Lewis right now. That's simply because Ronda Rousey is getting married today, and his chances <laughs> have officially run dry. Well, Ronda Rousey fine ass. Yeah. yeah. Good when she lost all that weight. Well, well you know what, Derek Lewis, he's just going to have to look on the outside now because Travis Brown is officially, uh, I mean, he might just consummate that marriage tonight. So it's a... Uh, it's an unfortunate night for mixed martial arts and, of course, for Derek Lewis as well. But, uh, dude, what the heck is going on with this whole Mayweather-McGregor fiasco? I, I mean, I'm hearing from, uh, from Murph, you know, you're, you're pretty much on the whole Mayweather bandwagon right there. Am I correct? I'm not sure you can call it a bandwagon when it's just conventional <laughs> conventional wisdom. Come on, man. It's well, like, it can't be a bandwagon. Well, conven- a bandwagon would be Connor. No, that, well, that, would be the, that would be the bandwagon. Well, here's here's Everybody rocking with Connor. No, I, I got you on that, and I think like Aunt Bayless. Man, don't even <laughs> like Aunt Bayless. <laughs> man, uh, Murphy, you gonna knock that off, you bro? Guys, you guys are cold. <laughs> no, but like here's here's the real thing. I mean, come on, like four months ago, literally four months ago, we we, we thought this whole fight was gonna be fiction. Like we never even imagined this fight was even gonna take place. It it's obviously taken place. And then of course when the fight is announced, we're, people are thinking, oh come on, this is a Floyd Mayweather fight where he's just gonna dominate for 36 minutes, and it's probably gonna be a boring fight at that. Uh, while I still hold on to some of that belief where I think you know Mayweather is going to make this a boring 36-minute fight, there's a lot of intangible things that I think people aren't really looking at right now. Murph, you still there? I am. Let me ask you this. Just, just because I'm, I'm, I'm an MMA guy. Like I love MMA. That doesn't mean I like Conor. I don't like Conor. I don't dislike him, but I respect his ability. Now, looking at this right now, who is the smartest fighter that Mayweather has fought in the last 10 years? The smartest fighter. The smartest fighter. Not the toughest. The smartest. Mm. That's that's a tough one right there because you can argue De La Hoya. You can argue. Yeah, that's, that, was, that was the first person I was going to put I, on I mean, Maybe I mean, Sugar Shane. Maybe. I, I would yeah, I, I'll go Shane Mosley. I, I wouldn't argue yeah. Shane Mosley. I mean, honestly, these are legitimate smart, smarter fighters, I should say. Now, of course, when it comes to toughest fighters, you can, you know, the, the list goes on and on. What I'm trying Donna. to, well, yeah. What I'm trying to put down right now is in each one of the fighters that Floyd has fought, you know, they were limited in terms of their boxing ability. It was a boxer versus a boxer, and I think intrinsically, when it comes to combat sports, there is a lot of things with confidence that I think people don't take into consideration as much. When, when, for example, like a like a Pacquiao or like a uh, like you said, a Shane Mosley was going into the fight, they, you know, of course they're not going to think they're going to lose, but they think it's going to be a, a tough fight. They know it's they're in for a war. And I think with Connor, what he brings to this table is he knows that this wasn't a boxing match. This he he could more likely than not kill Floyd in 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 regular real life. Now, obviously, we're in this we're in the you know the rules of boxing and you know whatnot. No elbows, no kicks, no nothing. But I think knowing that you have the ability to dismantle someone in a way where you're not necessarily afraid of him brings a whole different set of confidence and a whole different set of intelligence to this fight. Connor is probably the smartest fighter Floyd has fought in the last, I'd argue, 15, 20 years maybe. I mean, he might be the smartest fighter in terms of mental warfare and understanding what it takes to really get a, get the job done. Now, are you going to argue that or are you going to kind of – are you hearing me? Oh, I'm just going to let you make your point and I was just going right. to combat that No, no, no. <laughs> I, I, I got you. Now, to combat your calculus, Floyd is easily the smartest boxer uh, 
arguably in history. I mean, he has taken the least amount of damage. He's taken. He's made the most amount of money. He is. He's smart. I can't. I can't deny that. And I. I, I respect the, his fact that he's made it this far, considering his style, which may not be pleasing to most casual fans, but to boxing aficionados, it's it's artwork in motion. So what I'm getting at right now is with this fight. As as Ant was saying, you know, in the sport of combat, there anything is possible. Anything can happen, and we. I mean, obviously, Polly's you know defense when it came to that whole uh, uh, sparring session, you know, non-existent. You know, it's it is what it is. You know, you you can say this, you can say that, but what I'm trying to say right now is looking at Connor's confidence kind of rise through this whole training camp. When he fought Nate Diaz and lost to Nate, I mean, obviously there was a last minute change, and we can say you know maybe he wasn't as motivated, maybe he wasn't this. I think he's realizing the potential that he has to literally change the game in this one fight in 36 minutes or less he could literally be the most iconic combat sports fighter in history and connor is someone that's always risen to the occasion so the reason i'm saying this right now is floyd is you know floyd is a tough guy he's he's saying he's going to knock him out i don't believe that i think he's going to take him to a decision because the last person floyd knocked out was standing still trying to give him a hug and that's just not going to happen with connor the other thing is, when it comes to Connor's confidence and everything, you know, all of the above, there is this, there's this intangible thing that I always look at when it comes to, like, the size. And whenever he says some outlandish prediction, like one round, four rounds, whatever round it is. 30 seconds. It, 30 seconds. I mean, exactly. All these things, it kind of makes you wonder, like, wait a second. He's not just talking out of his ass. He has confidence oh, behind yeah, it. Does. You know what? But at the same time, he said he was going to knock out Jose. He said he was going to knock out Eddie. He said he was going to knock out Nick twice. Nate, I mean, Nate, Nate. <laughs> but you know, listen. When it comes to someone like Nate, who has you know a considerable size advantage, uh, he has a granite chin in his own right. With when he, he said it, that's the thing, Jules. I think that we that we as a society are so hung up on what people say. Like if someone says it with enough confidence, like that's what we're gonna go with. That's 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 nothing. That's that's how that's the American dream right there, baby. That's how we do it. I would agree with club, you. I would listen, agree with if you. If I'm in the club, Jules. I'm extremely confident. I'm going to tell these girls what they want to hear, uh, and that's and that's what I do. See, that, that's what that's what we do. Period. Oh no, you know no, no, I mean? no, I But that doesn't you. mean that, that doesn't mean a hill of beans when it when it comes down to it. But here's I mean, but here's what he's it means. Convincing, he's well, con- to me, he's convincing himself. You know what? He may just be convincing himself, but this is what convinces me at times when I look at him. If he were to just spit game and actually not back up the game, that would be one thing. But the fact that he's consistently he, he backed has. it up. There's He's consistently he didn't he consistently not, has backed it up more times than not, I would argue. And when it comes to this, listen, I'm not an Irish fan. I'm not going nuts for this guy. I just actually think that if there was one person, the most unlikely candidate to take Mayweather off of his throne, uh, as crazy as it sounds, this is probably it. The unorthodox style, the un the unconditional confidence that he has in his own ability. And, of course, the fact that he's genuinely not afraid of Floyd. He's genuinely not afraid of getting knocked out by Floyd. He isn't. I mean, you can tell by his demeanor. So with that being said, I mean, I respect the game. You know, obviously, I respect Floyd's ability. He is the greatest defensive boxer of all time, arguably the best of all time. But at the same time, crazier things have happened. Crazier things have happened, no doubt about that. But I think that when you really boil down to it, to me, it's just, like I said before, it's more just of a wishful thinking thing. If we really go into the strategy of it and you really look at some of the things that Connor has and some of his limitations, that it, to me, it's pretty clear. And it's a it's a pretty clear path to victory for, for one Floyd Mayweather. All right, from Floyd Mayweather, like I was trying to get to before, when I'm coming out and I'm studying his rhythm, his, his, his offset rhythm, um, 
him maybe trying to throw punches from from wherever they're trying to land. He's he's still got to get in range eventually to throw that punch, and he's still inherently going to have some of the things, uh, all of the things that he does in MMA, which is first of all he's going to overextend and overcommit to his punches, especially when he throws that left hand. What does Floyd do best? Floyd is the best counter pull guy that I've seen before. Not no doubt about it. He's he's ripe for that. He, Connor is absolutely ripe for that. Connor's going to overextend on that left. Connor's not going to. First of all, this is another thing that people aren't taking. When you're an MMA, right, especially when you're a guy like that has more of a traditional martial art, mixed martial arts background or martial arts background, period, whether it be karate, taekwondo or whatever type of um, discipline he's taken before. He doesn't keep his hands up at all. Not at all. That's going to be hard in itself to teach somebody and their motor patterns to be able to. Uh, to be able to shuffle left or right or whatever like that while keeping your hands up to be able to throw and immediately pull that hand back to protect what's coming back, which is going to be the counter, which Floyd is the best that he's not going to be able to keep his hands up. You keep talking about what Connor's going to do to Floyd and people keep saying, like, oh, he won't KO him. Does he really need to KO him? He's just going to meat tenderize his face. First, first and foremost with all these counters. And I think then it'll get to the point to where he's feeling a little bit confident. And then that's when it really starts to come into play. He's going to start throwing jabs. I don't think Connor can do anything with a jab. Not at all. And one thing that if you really notice about Connor, if you really watch his, his fights, he does, a, some, he does a weird thing, which is cool in MMA because, I mean, most people aren't boxers like that or they're not quick enough or they don't work off the jab or work behind the jab. He literally puts his hands down and sticks his face out. He he's going to do that. His motor patterns, his motor skills are going to have him do that. He's not going to be able to eradicate that in two months of training. Or even Ant said he's been training the last nine months of just pure boxing. It, it doesn't work that way. He, you know, this will be the best but boxer. But still, he, you're still seeing this as him coming in as a conventional boxer. That's that's the flaw I think with with a lot of a lot of the the boxing uh, pundits. And and not and I'm not saying that no, they are, that they are the wrong in, in if, the I'm outcome not of the fight. That he's going to have to do some conventional boxing method. Oh no, of course, yeah, of course, course he'll have to do. Box he'll, of course, he'll have to. Of course, he'll have to do something involving conventional boxing. But there are many approaches to putting your fist into someone's face that have not been explored in traditional boxing. And there are, there are other ways to throw punches. We've seen a gazillion styles of martial arts uh, that that if. If you just happen to be caught with one of those punches, it's going to hurt. It's going to happen sometimes. So I think if a guy if if a guy comes in with some knowledge of boxing, of conventional boxing, with some ability, not saying that ability is anywhere near Floyd's, but he also has he also has these other tricks up his sleeve, there could be enough to just disrupt him to win some segments of the fight. That is not to say he is going to win because I what's, firmly what's believe Connor is going to lose. Say what? What is a segment of a fight? Uh, like a, like a, a round, a few exchanges. Like yes, they, they a close competitive rounds. It can happen. What does that do? What is that going to prove? No, all I, uh, it it proves my prediction because all I said from from jump was that Connor might win a round or two. No, I'm not talking about you, and I'm talking about Mystic Mac because Mystic, oh, Mystic Mac, Mac oh, he's going to have no. to answer to the stuff that he said. I'm yeah, sorry. and you know he'll, gonna, he'll answer it. Not, he'll answer it gonna, at the bank. People are only going to hold him accountable for what he said in mixed martial arts, and I'm going to knock this guy out on this. He says a lot of reckless stuff about Floyd. What he's going to do to but, Floyd? But let's look at the fact. Let's look at the fact though. Brittle, his head small. He's going to knock him out and all this. Are we not going to take that into account? Or are we just going to dismiss that as just 
But, but let's keep it real, though. Even if Connor doesn't deliver on all the outlandish things he's saying, if he goes into that fight and literally lasts 36 minutes, his stock goes so much higher than most other people's because, quite frankly, he's got his 0-0 record. He's, he's going to probably go back to MMA. And quite frankly, people are going to see that, listen, if Floyd is the greatest of all time, how could he not put away a guy that doesn't have a professional boxing match? All this stuff is going to be answered for. And I think the thing is, people are looking past the fact that Connor is in a win-win situation. He has nothing to lose. I mean, okay, he goes in there and gets outboxed. I don't know about that. He's got nothing to lose. I mean, so what if he gets knocked out? I mean, if he goes to, to a decision, this is a boxing match. And just that, he, he's not a professional I think, boxer. I think that you're thinking about it logically. <laughs> that, that's generally yeah. how I try to look at things. I, I am a logical. You think about it logically. I hate to break it to you. There's a lot of people that I know that, are, that watch these world tours and all this, and they say this man get up in this guy's face and talk about he's going to knock him out and he's going to do all this and that. And they're not thinking about this guy's an 0-0 boxer. They're thinking that this guy's talking cash, money, trash. And that he said he's going to do all these things. They don't know. They don't know or nor care. There's a certain segment of the people out there that you guys probably um, not necessarily hanging around. You know, you go to your barber shops here in Atlanta or whatever. Like they're not thinking about this guy's an O and O fighter. They want this guy to prove exactly what he says because in life, man, when you say it and you try to write that check, you got to cash it. If you talk about it, you got to be about few, it. Yeah. Yeah, straight up. No, he no, said I, this stuff. Well, I mean, let's let's it not be bad. Let's not he, go on a limb. Even if he goes twelve rounds and, and he gets his face meat tenderized for the whole time, and it just looks like a straight schooling, he's not able to land. Uh, he, I would have to imagine he would land something. But when people say he won't land anything in a boxing terms, that's mean he won't land anything clean, anything of significance. You if you look at. Anybody in a boxing match, you'll look and see they were 17 of 82 in a round or but, something like that. But would they land anything? I mean, but, I mean, but honestly, like, who has Floyd fought that, like, he made him look utterly horrible? Again, in the, like, the last five, six years. I mean, Robert Guerrero was probably... Man, the, Canelo looked bad for as good as Canelo. But, but, what, but what I'm saying is, like... Conor but, no, 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 no. But what I'm saying is, in terms of, like, the actual physical damage that they took... Canelo, yeah, no, he got beat badly. Listen, he, he couldn't land a single shot. But at the nah, same I'm, time, after the I fight think ends... I you're talking about the physical appearance of it. I'm just talking about the... From the science of it, from the, from the calculus of it. If, if we see a bunch of check... A bunch of check hooks bunch of pull counters we see a lot of body work we see a lot of missing we see a lot of pity pat punches from from connor going on and all this and that it's gonna look bad it's gonna be meme it's gonna be everything that you, you that you guys aren't taking into account uh, and i can understand that we're all mma guys here yeah no doubt about it we're all on the mma we're on the sure dog radio network Murph, man i'm on the fence but, about you man i don't know you you seem like a boxer <laughs> <laughs> no i'm a football guy no i, I, I definitely i'm a football guy but listen um no nah, well, here's it's not that that's what i'm saying this is what i yeah. am I'm, I'm an analyst i am a full-time journalist i can only call it down the middle i can't i like connor to a certain degree he's not my favorite guy he used to actually be my favorite before he got really popular and it and it and it, and it, and it spiraled out of control I told people, I was like, man, this guy is going to be an absolute superstar. I remember I'm talking trash to Rashad Evans, just playing around with him. Stuff. I'm like, man, this guy is, is, is genius, you know? But I can only call it down the middle. I can't, I can't go outside of myself. Like I said before, man, word is bond on stuff when you're saying this stuff on air. And we're all going to have to answer for it. We're all going to. I cannot wait for us to have to answer for this because I will eat crow with the best of them. I have no, if I'm like, man, I, I didn't think of that. Ant was right. Uh, Jules was right. He came in and he threw a punch from a 72 degree angle. <laughs> yeah. Caught Floyd and Floyd Floyd was stiffening rigor mortis out. Yeah, yeah. I'll answer to that, but come on. Yeah, yeah. I mean the but thing thing is I think when, when it comes to combat sports, we have we have a pretty good, you know, record of normally the the thing that's supposed to happen is what happens. I mean, I think that's generally what happens in sports, period. 
But every so often there is somebody or something that can kind of disrupt that balance. Um, you know, I'm reminded of like, um, what what's his name? Uh, your man, um, Steph Curry, with mm-hmm. the, the run at Davidson, you know, in the, in the NCAA tournament. Like things like this, these strange anom- anomalies happen. And sometimes these really incredibly talented people are behind that and they can defy some of the conventional wisdom from time to time. But so, I think that even the run at Davidson was was still a basketball team playing other basketball oh, teams of course. in a sport that they played there. Like these guys have been yeah. doing this their whole life. Well, I heard here's well, here's one thing he's been training them since he was eleven months. But, but here, in boxing. Here's and one thing that we're not they have to offer. We also don't have um a like for like comparison uh for someone like Conor McGregor or sports like MMA and boxing because you have you have these cases of, of these these odd talents popping up that they've trained in one particular sport and they've suddenly excelled at this at this different level or whatever. Or you have you, you occasionally have the Bo Jackson uh who who is a great at uh, 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 Bo, well no no <laughs> of course your your oh. your favorite tagline there. But 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 you have your uh, Bo Jackson who is great at a couple of things, but his career doesn't go long enough for him to be cemented uh, permanently in either sport. Like these things do happen. I mean, I guess the Dion. closest, yeah, Dion was they exactly took the words right up, right on my brain right there. The the um, closest guy I can think of uh, to that would probably be Dion Sanders, uh, but still, he like you say, he played on the team, teams. So there are a lot of team dynamics that go into play with that. Connor himself has done. A lot of really, really interesting shit. A lot of things that he wasn't supposed to do. So I get, and I'm, I don't totally agree, but I do understand for a fan who is simply invested on a, on a casual level to see to see this crazy guy with the big beard screaming with a with an erection at the weigh-ins, thinking like this guy is is going to be the one to do the damn thing. He's ready, man. He's hard. He's yeah, ready. He's, yeah, he's he's quite aroused by the money team apparently. Uh, but it's but by but the like, money, man. It's by the money. So so I think <laughs> so so I think, man, that that it it's okay for that casual fan to feel that way, and and they've done their best. Promotional, oh, no. yeah, for the and promotion I'm about, I'm to boost this, or for us, I'm but my media guys. But we're no, we're talking about do. I think, man, I cover a sport where fans are absolutely bananas. Oh and yeah, crazy. college they football people are ridiculous. Stuff. Yeah. Everybody can beat Alabama. I I, I cover University of Alabama, but I also do some work with the University of Southern California on a rival site. And those guys told me up and down unequivocally that they could take it to Bama in last year's opening game. And I was telling them all the reasons why. I'm like, no, it's, it's too early. This is going to happen. You're not going to be able to run the ball like you think Alabama doesn't allow that. They're just like Floyd. It's about defense. They're going to take what you do best and what does Connor do best? Talk Think trash. about that. Talk trash. Well, no, it, 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 from a technical it, yeah, standpoint, yeah, from a technical what standpoint, what does he do best? It's kicks, it, it, which is hands. Yeah, what's kicks? Wait, which that. is yeah, yeah which has got me real nervous. Well, if he, you're a Connor he, he, fan, he didn't knock out Aldo with the kick. Okay, he knocked him out with the le- with the left hook. It, yeah. Yeah, so that's one. That's one. That's one about though. Okay, Eddie Alvarez. Let's do another yeah, one. Well, that, okay. that was it a wasn't, nasty four. Piece. It wasn't kicks. No, the, it was no, punches. that was a nasty four piece. But that was still kicks were involved. That was a whole bunch of different Dustin things that Por- were involved. Dustin Poirier hands. 
I mean, I kicks think, were involved. That's what I'm saying. It's not he's never going out there and not used his kicks and not used different. But he's, he's used of that. his kicks more. Except with Aldo. No, no, he's used his kicks more <laughs> along along lines to gauge distance. You know, to cover distance back and forth. Because if you think Man, about it, most of his knockouts his, have listen, not been Jules, used, well, except, except for the Mendez fight. The Mendez fight, the, that was, the kicks that was were definitely kick, for that damage. Was kick heavy. That was yeah, kick and heavy. and the Dennis Seaver fight too. I I would say that. Yeah, yeah. But no, I'm saying. But usually, when you're you, not only are you gauging distance in that, you're also giving them a something else to think about. Floyd don't have to think about nothing else. Floyd just thinks about those hands that are coming to him that he's seen come 50 million times. No, 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 but I want to know one thing, ways. though. Is he going to actually throw, like, a like not a kick, I should say, but like a feint? Do you think, is that allowed I, in boxing to faint? Everybody um, faints well, you, in the, the rule in boxing is one foot has to be on the ground at all times. Okay. But I don't, oh, you mean but, faint a kick? Yeah, yeah, faint a kick. Yeah. Um, because, <laughs> no, no, because no, 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 no. Well, but, but, he's just going like, to embarrass himself. Well, no, but here, here's the thing. Like, I don't know because there is that clause in the contract where – Connor will lose a ridiculous it's, amount it's, of money it's, it's if he if he performs an MMA move or if it lands or he gets disqualified by using an MMA move some something along those lines. So I am almost certain, considering how meticulous Floyd is in negotiations, I'm sure there is something in that clause that will uh, prohibit him from even fainting certain certain attacks. But, like a, like a Superman punch. But yeah, well, yeah. yeah, but but there but there are ways that you could that against Floyd that you could you That's could play off punch. you could play off feigning a knee as your your footwork like you're trying to shuffle. So there there's some ways around that. So I don't know if Floyd has has negotiated that detailed of language uh, about that particular uh, his team idea. Has. I, you know his team has. They, they they might have, but they but it might be something that they can't concretely rule out because you can play it off. Yeah. You know, and I think if you've ever if you've ever sparred in a kickboxing setting, uh, you can very easily play off. I don't know if you ever seen that movie. Um, was that movie uh, Broken Arrow with John Travolta have, and yeah, Christian yeah. Slater? So the, the scene where I think it was the opening scene actually, where they're they are um, they're I, dude, just I just saw it last other. night. You did? No. Oh, I'm, saying, <laughs> I'm like, not going to see Broken like, Arrow. <laughs> I haven't seen that movie in like ten years. <laughs> no, man. No, that movie's weird. <laughs> <laughs> so so um. So yeah, like the scene where Travolta is sparring Christian Slater, and they're just doing boxing sparring, and, he, and Slater's getting lit up. And then at some point, I don't, I don't think this happened in the in that scene, but I know later on in the movie when they had their little climatic fight at the end. Spoiler alert: If uh, anybody is out there to to watch Broken Arrow, don't you break, know, don't break someone's twenty heart years right now. down the line. <laughs> but anyway, um, but yeah, like so he when they start fighting each other. He starts. He, he says something about Ali, and he's like, "You know, I'm been. I've always been more of a Bruce Lee fan." He starts shuffling his feet, and the distraction of shuffling the feet is what allows him to land the punches. Now, of course, I'm not comparing a John Woo movie to real yeah, life. Yeah, you are. No, no, no. But I'm not. No, Bayless. I'm not. No, I'm not. But I'm. But I'm saying that is something that you can. I've done that to people in sparring. I've done that. I've shuffled my feet, and someone looks down for a second and pop them with a jab. I've done that plenty of times. So it is something that can happen, and it's something that you can't that you can't actually that that can't be. I don't um, know what I'm hearing right now, but like I'm hearing Aunt, Aunt Bayless and Murph Sharp right now going at it. Right now. It's <laughs> yeah, I'll have that thick of a tongue, and my tongue not thick. And you you got to put like a pinstripe suit on. It's really really too tight. Yeah, man, if you, he lives here. He, he got I've that Connor. That he man. may he I've may not like Connor. Everything's gonna be too too tight on yeah. that man. <laughs> he may not like Connor, but he dresses like him. Man. Yeah, they right. do do dress alike. They, they no, got they, the same tailor. Yeah, they got the same person right there working. That. <laughs> uh, yeah, I have, has everyone already talked about Polly and nauseum already? Or I'm it, sure, but have, have why I, not? Let's have, let's, have, let's I, have talk I missed the t- have more. I missed the Polly book? I want some of that. We, we, of that. Did we we talked about we actually we talked like, about it. That's my more. 
That's the guy. That's the fight. That's the fight. I'm yeah. more excited for that than what we're going to see tonight. That, that, that would definitely be, be a, a more competitive listen, fight. Listen, real, real talk, though. Listen, I know this is a whole M- MMA journalistic pr- perspective, but is Polly acting like a bitch? <laughs> nah, he's he's doing great marketing, man. Yeah, a, no, he's, he's, marketing he's, he's marketing, but like Act, acting like a bitch is great marketing. Thing. Acting like That's a bitch can be great marketing. marketing. Yeah, so so I, I mean, straight up trying to run up on Connor's quote unquote manager at the grand arrival. I don't think he was trying to run up on him. I think he was actually man. He was trying to run up on him. He was trying to run up. He was there. Bro, now, he I was think running that was the up best on him. Addressing when you finally see these guys. Yeah, but he was trying to run up on him. You think that he don't have he his phone number? Knows scene. where he's staying. He knew it was going to happen. Exactly. That's exactly he what he, he was doing. Them some other time. You know and that then, they had to. And run then into immediately after scenes. he runs over to Mayweather's gym to take to post a video with him. Talking about, yeah, we were Shaka's. spying on you the whole time. Like, like, come on now. We know what this is. But but uh, but this is the funny that's the like funny him, thing about that's like it is Connor saying I'm gonna knock Floyd out in 30 seconds. That's no different. Yeah, I, I mean, but the thing is, Connor has has actually made those promises and fulfilled them in the past. That's that, that's that's the, that's that's the, the crazy thing. Not in boxing, he's not in boxing boxed. but he's, he's done. never even knocked anybody out in boxing, not he, down or nothing. Well, he's, he fought journeyman sparring partners, man. And from what I understand, and, and what you you having to spice together forty seconds of, of unless of, of we footage, see it unless good, we man. see the entire footage we don't know yeah, all we, all I, we, we know is know. what we see and what yeah, we yeah. saw was that I, he he handed it to Polly and, and in the same hand I, you, and in the same hand in the same hand Murph you can't you can't call out the clips of the sparring footage and say that they are invalid yet point out things that are wrong with with his technique and count that as valid. Like that, like oh, we, yes, so. Either no, so either no, either so either we completely I, I throw it out. Right to be able to, to either be we able to, either we completely throw it out, or we take it all into account. And that and that's really the only fair way to do this because that footage is heavily edited. There's, a, I mean, it was a sliver of their sparring sessions. You know, no, that's, that's, that's straight left though, man. That straight left was hot. Come on. That oh, is. that's straight left. That, that was I mean, that was that pretty was like, nasty. Wow. That was pretty nasty. But we can't. But we but we can't. Well, 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 we can't well, hold certain things on the pedestal and then knock it saying. down at the Does same he, time. He land that in the MMA and somebody not go down. Uh, I mean, he Most has hit people, people that haven't got knocked out. Of course, um, most of the people take that from him in MMA. They're going down, no doubt about it. But you just saw what it did to Paulie. Well, that was with it sixteen ounce gloves. Back. 16 it's ounce gloves right also there. Also with an out of shape guy who was retired who didn't do anything. Listen, it was 16 ounce gloves, pa- gloves and headgear. Polly pa- 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 wasn't out. like forced with a gun to his head to say, hey, you got to spar Connor now. He went on his own accord. Now, when well, you, yeah, when you take that initiative. We don't need the, everything around that. I'm just saying that that's, that that's the hand that we were dealt. We're talking about an out of shape fat Paula. Did you see how fat he was? He, he, he was looking a little soft in the belly there. He was looking Look. a little soft. He was looking a little soft there. I blame his side piece. <laughs> yeah, it was he. Saying so, and then that was twelve. How would you? Why would you even want? Tell me the the strategy behind that. Why would you even want somebody to go twelve rounds? Oh, that yeah, that's that, that's that was pure punishment. That, that's ridiculous. Gone up in three rounds. That that was that was a personal vendetta that, right that, there that, that, that he that wanted was. to fulfill. But the thing is, we don't know. We really don't know what's going on in other sparring sessions. What other people he's brought in? Um, I mean, word word is you know, word around the campfire is that he's Arden, brought Arden. he's. No, I'm not not just Artem Lobov, but I know he's brought he's brought in other boxers. I don't know what level they are. I know he's had a lot of Irish guy, Irish boxers uh, training with him. So I don't know who he's brought over. We have we have zero idea about any of those opponents. We have zero idea about their body dimensions, about their fighting styles, or how those sparring sessions went. So we really have we have jack shit to work off yo, yo, as far does, as the sparring goes. Uh, does Connor have a better reach than Floyd? 
Uh, yeah, like two inches, I think. Uh, like it's two total or two? Two, yeah. two inches. But but reach, but reach though, reach though is is a flawed statistic. It's overblown. Like, re- I don't yeah, know. Re- re- because because range it becomes more important. Yes, it's how exactly. you the arm stretches with the turn of your shoulders. So hey, listen, guys, what 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 does Connor do? Where when boxing becomes. When it's close quarters, when it's infighting, what does he do as an infighter? As, as a, actually, I think that's where he's most vulnerable on the inside. I think that is where he's most vulnerable because his reach play, will not. You, well, yeah, reach is going to be yeah. He's negated. more susceptible to the body shots at that point. Um, also, Floyd is real sneaky with them elbows. He'll sneak in an elbow real good that's, on you. That's true, man. And and, and um, I think it's safe to say the Nevada Athletic Commission, which has uh, done everything but stroke off Mayweather on his command. Uh, they they will that that ref will not be quite looking for Floyd's fouls. That I think that is that is something we definitely can agree upon. That that ref is not going to be looking at what Connor Floyd's going to do. Something through, especially in the clinch. I, I, I hope honestly, clinch. I hope he does. I hope he does. He's going to get him. He's going to start turning him and, and kind of slinging him a little bit and everything. He's clearly going to be stronger than Floyd. Well, I mean, so I we're going to take that into could, account as well. Could, That's going to fluster Floyd. Well, one thing he could do, I mean, Floyd really, Floyd would probably be better at this, but one thing he could do is to, like, weaponize his elbow in a way where you're not actually striking with it. Um, so, so I don't know if you, the way Adrian Bronner throws a lot of his uppercuts, yeah. he'll, like, put that elbow, uh, point that elbow out kind of like a spear to keep you at bay, and then he'll turn the shoulders and throw the uppercut. So I think that's something with the increased range, especially the way uh, Connor likes to like loop those uppercuts. Mm-hmm. He he might have a better chance of pulling a, a body shot off like that against Mayweather than Mayweather would on him. Although Mayweather will be more skilled at that act in general. Listen, and Jules, what does throwing not throwing in combination does? What what would oh, that do? That, that's probably going to be his undoing. Not throwing in combination, I think, will be his his serious undoing. We know he's capable of it, though. I think the only time we ever see him throw straight shots is when he's either knocking guys out or because, I mean, because you got to look at Eddie Alvarez. I mean, that was a four shot. I mean, that was a yeah. combination. It, it, yeah. But it was time. But he was already hurt, though. That was a, and that, that was an ending. That yeah, was that was an ending. ending. Like that's I'm that's what about we, just in yeah, your in, to, in, to in open your up your offense. Game. He throws lots of ones and twos. I mean, yeah, I mean, yes, that's exactly what he throws. Yeah, that's and yeah, he he does. He is a single shot guy. That's for sure. He's more of a sniper and uh, I mean quite honestly I mean Floyd him and Floyd have some sort of strategic similarities in their fights they they both tend not to come in with a game plan necessarily and they'll try to read the guy and yeah. you know and and build something off of there except for that second Nate fight I, except I for the commend, second Nate fight yeah hey, I will yeah. commend Connor the heck for that that's how yeah. you do it man if you're gonna fight somebody that's how another guy that to me that you overrate and Nate I, that I overrate well, yeah, he's just a little journeyman. I never. Well, he's not. He, a, no, he's he, not a journeyman. He, Styles make say, fights. Man. I would say he's, he's the best. Bro. He's the best type of journeyman that you could hope to be. That I'll, I'll say that. Um, but, like but, Polly but but in case you, and Jules, <laughs> and Jules, in case you, in, in case you haven't realized, uh, Murph is very good at twisting the narrative. Murph is he's a he's an absolute expert at at making me look like I'm a damn fool because I'm out here preaching this wisdom, preaching this truth, preaching this sexy. We're gonna, we're, you know, I'm, I'm going to get away from the sexiness. <laughs> Nate, not a journeyman. <laughs> Nate, not a journeyman, Jules. You know, listen, Nate Styles make fights. That's my thing. You know, you can get the the most. Un- mean, at- hey, that's a lot of people that doesn't styled on Nate. Then no, no. I listen, man. I mean, Josh Thompson. I mean, the list goes on. Rafael dos Anjos. People have styled on Nate before, but I think when it came to the style of which Connor operates and this and that, 
I I mean we're kind of diverging a little bit with this whole Nate talk. That's what we do on Calculus of Combat. <laughs> I mean I mean but like <laughs> off the rail. I, I no no I'm I'm all for it though. But the thing was, yeah, we could see that Connor could follow a game plan when it came yes. to his second fight with with uh, Nate. He his first Nate, fight was a valuable Nate lesson. Generic. You know his first fight with the Nate where he lost it. I mean because he got too confident, he started you know just loading up on his shots. Yeah, apparently he was he was BSing in training also maybe, that first maybe. Nate fight. Buddy, I guarantee it. He is not BSing in this training hey, camp. He still, I, yeah. he still looks gotta get his price though. He looks one, like he's going to get stopped in the second fight too. One fifty three, man, and he is amazing. Yeah, he looks great. Amazing. He looks great. Um, he looked great to y'all. Uh, yes. No, he did. Absolutely. It wasn't. Absolutely. It wasn't Aldo. It wasn't like Aldo. One forty five. No, it wasn't like Aldo. Anything at one forty five. But that just goes to show you how big Connor is. This face yeah. still looks sunk into me. Well, I mean, but that's what that's what he looks like. You cut fifteen pounds, you're gonna dude. look sunken. Yeah, yo, he's a big dude. No, like no, Connor, saying, Connor yeah, is definitely a big dude. That he couldn't fight welterweight. He's like, no, he shouldn't fight welterweight. No, no, no. But that's because the welterweights are even bigger. Like the welterweights are, are massive guys. They're massive dudes. Like Donald Cerrone, massive. He's a smaller welterweight. Yeah. What was that? I said like, Cerrone? yeah, Cerrone. He's he's um, oh, he's, he's a, a he's a big dude, yeah. but he's a small welterweight. Like Tyron Woodley, uh, Tyron Woodley actually is about we're about the same height. Uh, obviously, he's more muscular, but in the middle of his weight cut, we look we looked about the same like body dimension wise. So wow. yeah, yeah. But and Tyron is a small welterweight. He's definitely a small welterweight. He's just, you know, got big arms and big legs or whatever. Yeah, there was one thing I wanted to kind of get back to, though, because, I mean, going back to the whole argument about the styles of which Floyd has fought, we've seen him fight literally the best of the best that boxing has, has, had, has had to offer when it came to Canelo, mm-hmm. when it came to all these guys, and yet they still fell short. Now, what I'm trying to get at right now is you're fighting a guy who is the most unorthodox guy you'll ever fight in a boxing ring. This has, I mean, this has to raise some some eyebrows and some question marks as to what's going to happen because you can twist the narrative any way you like, but the fact is we do not know what exactly is going to happen tonight. You could say Floyd's going to knock him out and or just no, take him to a decision. Guessing. Yeah, we're yeah we're all guessing. We're guessing, but what we can guarantee is that Connor is easily the most unpredictable guy that Floyd has ever fought. No doubt. Yeah, we can also no say that that. The best boxer that Connor will have ever faced is Floyd Mayweather because he's the best boxer anyone has well, ever yeah, faced. Yeah, yeah, of course, of course. And but here, here but this is the so fun that means part about that it. Counts for something. This is the fun part about it. They have to fight. Yeah, they have, they to, have fight, to fight, and we'll and we'll see it. And I'm sure, I'm sure, if Floyd goes out there and just annihilates him in 45 seconds, you will break me happen. to the coals. Next time we go on air. Nah, that ain't, I, I wouldn't even say that something like that's going to happen. Floyd's and, not going to do that. It's going to be strategic. That's well, but the beauty I, of but it. I'll that's t- but I'll tell you this. I'm going to warn you this right now, Murph. If Connor if goes he, out there and does the impossible. I could. If I'm Connor, if Connor does the impossible, the combat, the combat be, sports world will freeze for a quick second. I'm it, telling you, if Connor does the impossible, I will become a revisionist historian. I will become oh, yeah. the you best like, revisionist historian, him. and I will say I, I called this shit. Conor McGregor from. is the greatest thing that ever happened. And Nate Diaz I, is not a journeyman. Yeah, he's, I, he's the I, second and greatest fighter. And Nate Diaz has sumo skills. The guy, Alvarez he the outweighed third. him by 50 pounds, and Conor won. And I'm, I'm, <laughs> I, will go, I will go full on board Aunt Bayless if Connor does it. And, and, he, and I, I will, I will go. You already are. No, no. He hasn't even done it yet. No, because – like Bayless is saying that Connor is going to win. He's going to knock Floyd out. I'm not saying that. I've never said that. What I'm saying though is I think he'll win a round or two and he'll, he'll there will be one point in this fight where Floyd and or his corner will will have very confused looks on their face like what the hell is happening right now? Why is he flipping his arms memes. like that? They will become memes. I'm telling you, the <laughs> some face that Floyd and or and or his corner makes, they will become memes. And it will be Quite 
quite the spectacle. And I'm going to flash those memes all over Twitter. I'm going to flash those memes all over Instagram, although I never use Instagram. Follow me at the Great Big Daddy. Um, I, I'm going to follow uh, all, all these meme pages. I'm going to pull up whatever I can, and we're going to enjoy ourselves doing this. We're really going to enjoy ourselves doing this. Yeah. I mean, it's, I mean, in the last week, though, there's been so much stuff that's happened in the world of mixed martial arts. I, I, I don't know if we're diverging too much by saying this, but is anyone else heartbroken about the whole DC John Jones fiasco as well? Of, of course. Of I course. Mean, how, do you, how, do you not, how do you not feel bad for DC? I mean, how do, how do you not? I mean, for so many people that have ragged on DC for being the paper champ and whatnot and all this other stuff, mm. my heart is literally going out to a guy that for, for, the long, for a long time I, I was like, you know what? He's not my style of guy. You know, he's not my favorite fighter. But I might, dude, DC? I was. I'm sorry? What's wrong with DC? Oh, in the past, I used to, you know, I, he, I, he was just hating on DC. He he hates on AKA guys. Hating, yeah, he hates on AKA like guys. I, I think it's the demeanor by which they operate on. But taking that aside, in terms of a pure like sports perspective, John Jones has literally taken away this man, a part of this man's soul, when it came to number one, knocking him out in front of millions of people, and number two. Just all the all the head games when it came to preparing for a fight, losing the fight at the last minute, so many different things happening. So when it came to that, I just like my heart is really, I, I feel for DC is what I'm trying to say. Yeah, I mean, isn't isn't it crazy that like in a world, and I've I've said this repeatedly, so um, you know, stop me if you've heard this before, but it, in a, in a world without John Jones, we're talking about Daniel Cormier as perhaps the greatest fighter of all time. Definitely, oh, we'd be huh. talking about him as pound for pound number one. We would, we oh, would, yeah. he, yeah, he would be a pound for pound number one. I mean, with the exception, of course, of DJ. DJ would be the only other person you can put in that conversation. But Daniel uh, Cormier yes, would be would be lauded as the greatest light heavyweight of all time. Perhaps one of the greatest fighters of all time. Tossing as well. Josh Barnett like a freaking pizza pie. I, exactly. I mean, like because <laughs> people tend to forget that he's undefeated as a heavyweight and could have very well could still be UFC heavyweight champion if he decides to. Now, I think the one the one good thing for Daniel Cormier, despite the fact that no matter what, he can't get them brain cells back from that head kick. He can't, you know, the 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 whole image of him getting knocked out so viciously is not going anywhere. Uh, and that's and that's going to be what it is, but maybe I'll say this. I'll say this. At 214, um in the build up to this, uh Cormier was getting booed pretty much everywhere. Cormier, with the exception of the open workout, Cormier was getting booed at the uh, at the weigh-ins. He's getting he's getting booed at the press conference. He's getting booed everywhere until that fight ended, and Cormier gave what uh, uh, a um, post-fight speech that we will never forget. That that was heartfelt. Honestly, it was hard to hold back emotion watching that. Watching watching a warrior like him, uh, a, a, a gentleman like him. Suffer such a, a humiliating dream, loss. Have his dreams shattered. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. We saw this man's dreams collapse in front of our eyes, and and he cried. He he cried, and there while there were uh, a few isolated jackasses out there that thought the shit was funny. A few. It, it was no, but but I'll tell you this. Afterward, when he's leaving that cage, and this I know this didn't come across on the televised portion. He walks past media row. He walks. He walks past uh, a bunch of people in the crowd. And literally the entire crowd that was still there was cheering for him and screaming out encouragement and saying, you're, you're still a champ. You're still a champ. Hold your head wow. up. You're still the man. There were so many people that were doing that. And now the collective MMA community can see that Daniel Cormier is a guy who deserves our respect, deserves to be lauded, deserves to be praised on multiple levels. Yeah. And above all, I mean, 
do you still, consul- still consider him a champ? I mean, obviously Absolutely. there hasn't been, has been any concise uh, ruling as to what you know what's going to happen with John Jones, but you consider him to be the champ. Definitely, definitely, because we don't have now. The unfortunate part about this is that what I think is the most competitive uh, from an athletic standpoint, the most important fight in perhaps in all of UFC history, the the best rivalry, John Jones and Daniel Cormier, two of the best that have ever done it. And, and at this peak level of physical condition, that we don't actually see them fight without a question mark. Because mm-hmm. we know Daniel Cormier has been saying for quite some time that he thinks John was juiced when they fought the first time. And now we have, we have two PD violations to point out and say, hey, DC might be right. He just might be right. We've seen DC plow through everybody but John Jones. He didn't and, plow through Gustafson, man. That was a well, yeah, 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 yeah correct, yeah, correct. One of the best the, fights I've seen. Yeah, you're absolutely right. Uh, uh, yeah, yeah. Forgive me for that one, but yeah. So we've seen him plow through just about everybody. Yeah, including at heavyweight and John multiple Jones, heavyweights, multiple heavyweights, <laughs> heavyweights much bigger and at the time Bigfoot. in much better shape than him. Yeah, Bigfoot. Oh man, he was knocking out Bigfoot before that came in style. Yeah, but before that was a trend. <laughs> before, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Before you see his head just kind of bounce off yeah. the canvas. Yeah. Before everybody realized that big noggin was a target. You know, he 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 knocked him out. You know, he tossed uh, Josh Barnett, who's a huge heavyweight, who's one of the best sixty, one of the, one of the best grappling artists that we've seen compete in mixed martial arts. He tossed him around like he was a rag doll. He threw around uh, Dan Henderson like he was yeah, a kid. That's what I was about to say, how many oh people my. do that to, to Hendo? Oh my God, man! I mean, I mean, but here's one thing I'm curious about because when you think about legacies that may be tarnished, Anderson Silva, when he tested positive at 183, tarnished. I know. Tarnished for you, for you, Murph. It's tarnished permanently. Everybody, man. I see. I don't do that double standard stuff. Like okay. everybody wants to talk about what Cyborg has done. She can't escape that. Never can escape that. But everybody will readily cheer Bones Jones. I don't get that. He's yeah. tarnished now, 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 me too. Now here's my thing. GSP is the greatest of all time. I mean, listen. I I I agree with you to a big degree because I mean, for me. I have a tough time watching Anderson Silva and considering him one of the greatest of all time. I'll, I'll easily say he's one of the best strikers of all time. When it came to the whole PED thing, I mean, it's it's tough to look past that. Now with John Jones, what did he test positive for? Uh, man, wasn't it Cialis? Anderson Silva. Anderson, so I can't remember the substance, what but it was it was uh, from he said it was from a blue vial of some Thai sex drug. Yeah, because Thai sex drugs. Really, yeah, anybody know because, the, the name of it? Uh, I'll look it up. I'll look it up real quick. <laughs> Give us a quick second. Uh, but now when it comes to John Jones, my friend needs to know. Yeah, like my heart almost goes out to John Jones as well, though, because. <laughs> I, I almost want to see greatness thrive, but I can't. Like it's it's after two PED incidents and one, of course, cocaine incident. It's tough to look past this even more. And that's just like I see John Jones as a guy who never officially has been defeated in the cage except by nope. himself. And that's the tough yep. thing for me to admit. But at the I mean, same- you know, it's the funny thing about that is I'm a huge Rashad Evans fan. Yeah, no. uh, been that way since before he was even in the UFC. Um, dude, he said this stuff back then. When when he first exited Camp Jackson, Winkle John, and he was saying this stuff, and people was like, "No way, no way, this guy's a God fearing Christian." It turned out this guy, Rashad couldn't have been any more right. Rashad, I, well, I, Rashad was wise beyond his ears. Rashad for that. Well, I mean, Rashad was wise beyond his ears, and he said things that people didn't want to hear. 
you know, he kept it real for a lot of things. And, he, I, I yeah, mean, he was Woodley before Woodley. He, I mean, that is true. I mean, and the that truth of it, the truth of it is, I mean, for me, I love Rashad. I mean, when he knocked out so many guys like Chuck Liddell, like I, my, I was like, oh, right in the ATL, baby. Yeah, it was it was crazy. But like looking at it right now, you're right. I mean, what what Rashad said about John Jones, it's I mean to see how everything's unfolded, it almost makes you think how many more things are going to happen before he really gets it in his head. And at this point, he's up for a four year suspension. What is going to happen after that? I, yeah, I, I mean, honestly, four-year suspension. I think it's a wrap. I, because yes, he could really? come back. I, yeah, I, I, because he'll but, he'll be thirty-four. Well, well, here's here's one thing on the press row segment uh, that Breen and Andreas Hell did this week. Uh, Andreas made a very very good point. Something I never even thought of that John Jones could, in a very perverse way, ascend to more celebrity with a four-year suspension. Because would VH1 give him a reality show? You know, could he find could he find reasons for to call TMZ and say, hey, I'm going to be outside of a restaurant and he walk out the door and they ask, quote unquote, impromptu, ask him a question. Mm. You know, there are ways he can stay in the spotlight out of mind in this business. Connor's doing too much stuff that's in the forefront. But if he if he gets on reality TV, if he gets on reality TV, he will be on a bigger spotlight. But the UFC is also starving for stars. Personality. Uh, he's, He's that sort of screw up. To where somebody will put a Which camera in front of him and make someone listen. He's a socio. Like he's a sociopath. Yeah. Oh, and, and by he the way, the two substances that Silva tested positive for are uh, drostanolone and androstane, and he also had a couple of anti anxiety uh, meds in his system. I forgot all about that. I, part. I would take him too if I was fighting Nick Diaz, man. I'll, I'll definitely <laughs> tell my friend about that. Yo, did you tell Murph that we met up with Anderson? Oh, I didn't. Yeah, I didn't tell. Yeah, we um. What, what did we we went to the oh, Maymac World Edge. Tour, um, hello, yeah, Edge. at the Staples Center, yeah, and then Thank we you very much. We we stopped at some Argentinian restaurant. It was uh, delicious. That was on Melrose. De- oh yeah, that was it delicious. Was yeah, one. Anderson Silva just walks in the door, big grin on his face. I'm like, yo, hello, that's Edge and Jules. <laughs> <laughs> Dana, I like to thank Dana. Yeah, it, it was crazy though. <laughs> it's because, normal. I mean, because like I, you know, he was so polite. He goes over to shake our hands and everything, and I'm thinking to myself, I got like Hello, chicken, chicken like sauce all over my hands right now. I gotta wipe this stuff off and everything <laughs> like that. I'm just, let me let me just kind of wipe it off. And let me shake your hands so you don't kick me in the face. But yeah, um, no, he was he was really pleasant to. You Man, know, he would have clown, and you would have caught him clowning when he was leaning back. It would you would have took him out like Wyman did. <laughs> I'm sorry, man. I don't rock with Anderson Silva. Oh man. It. Well, that makes. I mean. Well, I mean, before like, before meeting him, I Murph was I was, shit. I was the same I was the same way, Murph. Man, like I I don't know if I told uh, you this though, but like I but broke, listen, I'm a huge Rich Franklin fan. You that's, you are that's my all time. That's that's fighter. your guy. Okay, I I, I love Rich too. But when uh, when Whiteman when Whiteman knocked out Silva in uh, 160 Best thing ever. 162 was it? Uh, yes 162. I literally broke my foot. Uh, in celebration. What? Hey, I that, forgot to tell you that yeah, story, bro. <laughs> that's uh, this is how crazy excited I was seeing you know Chris Weidman ascend to the potential that everyone thought he could. Was after the celebration when he knocked him out, I stomped my foot so damn hard that like I yeah I fractured my heel. Yeah, your heel. You know how how much force it takes to fracture a heel. Yeah, that is ridiculous. Yeah, that's how that's that how, is insanity. I, I, I waited man. quite a Strong few years. Bone, I, I waited quite a few years for that for that moment. Didn't you injure yourself when when Kane knocked out Brock too? No, no, not that one. Okay, no. Well, well no, all right. Just name so, all the things that that Jordan well, that, may have injured. No, no, no. Yeah, what, what, what has about, he injured? Um, no, no. Now no, I'll tell you a story. A story we haven't told for a while. Which one? What'd you the, injure? So when we first, I thought you were talking about the old fight nights episode. Oh, oh, oh yeah. no, no, no. <laughs> when we, when we, first, me and Jules first met. Well, we we met I think at one eighty five. Um, one eighty five. Yeah, one eighty five. And then what? What? What event was one eighty six with? Um, 
uh, Kane and Fabricio Verdun? No, that was 188. 188, okay. So after 188, and this is like the second or third time that we that, that we ever met each other, when, when Verdun submitted Kane, Jules got so excited, he runs up to me and picks me up, throws me on his shoulder, and Cormier starts spinning style. around. Cormier style. Then he flips, <laughs> flips him over and like, on his like, head. No, like, 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 I, was, I was so completely caught off guard. Like I, before, before I realized what was happening, I was already spinning around. Yeah. And it was just like, yeah. I, nice I, to meet you, Jules. I was Patrick Swayze. <laughs> she, he was the, the co-star of that one. We, we were Dirty Dancing? We were Dirty, dirty Dancing. We were dirty yeah. dancing. I, was, I, was, I was Swayzing <laughs> it up, you know? Yeah, no, but uh, yeah, there's just like moments like that where you just think to yourself, th- it is completely unexpected to see it happen. If Connor does the unthinkable tonight, I don't know how I'm going to be though. I think I, I think it's going to be more like oh, a, kind boy. of a, a more of a shock for like the MMA for community, yeah, and, and boxing of course. And it's going to be a shock hey, for anything. Before I forget, right, didn't, didn't this Jules? What about when um when Holly knocked out Ronda? What would you break? Oh no, well, oh, I, I he I, predicted that. I, one. I predicted that. Yeah, one. He's, he called okay. that one. You yeah. can what find that on the on the uh, Triple X Porn Star Radio yeah. archives yeah. of Fight Nights. Yeah, what was <laughs> that? Dark, what was that? Dark shows. Uh, Nunez, did you break anything when, when oh. she knocked out Ronda? Uh, no, that, that was oh, easy. Was I, old, know, I, I, knew, I, I knew, I knew Nunez was going to. Yeah, knock he out Ronda. he was saying he was saying that from yeah. jump. Like I, I, I was trying to give Ronda a chance in that yeah. one. He he wouldn't let me. Have, uh, he wouldn't let me. Yeah. He wouldn't hear none of it. The the egregious wrong ones that I had was Dominic versus Cody. Uh, that that was the one that I was completely blindsided by. I legitimately thought Cody was going to get his ass handed to him by by Dominic, and uh, no. No. Uh, yeah, I was with you on that one. Yeah, I, yeah. and then one ninety four, one ninety four. You had like all wrong. I, I like that. that you, was, then you had the entire card wrong. <laughs> the entire card was just a horrible yeah. screw up for me. Which one was that? That was uh, uh, when uh, Aldo, Aldo McGregor. Not yeah, Aldo got knocked out. Yeah. So all right, before I forget, um, so earlier today when we were playing uh, a tape version of uh, JBS, we had a regular caller. I le- uh, guy I've I haven't uh, heard. I've never actually spoken to him, but I've heard him for years on the SRN. Uh, Brandon from Atlanta called in and thinking the show was live. So, yeah, talked to him for a few seconds there. But anyway, he wanted me to say that John Jones, for you, Murph, he he thought you'd appreciate this. He was calling John Jones the Josh Gordon of MMA. Uh, He also says Brian Stan is now his new boss because Brian Stan is working at the same company that he's like heading the company that he works at now. And then he also wanted me me to call out uh, Brandon from New Jersey uh, as a Facebook stalker, so uh, those are the I'm items of business man, that I wanted to do. Guy? Uh, yeah, yeah, Brian, uh, Brandon from New like Jersey. Who, yeah, yeah, I he's, like both he's those cool. Callers, actually. Hey, yeah, they're both cool. I, I, hey, I think it's Josh funny they don't get along. Man, that's hey, that's that's on the money. If, oh. if, if anybody knows anything about football, Josh Gordon coming from Baylor, he was a supplemental draft pick, and I mean, man, he led the NFL in receiving like his maybe a second or third season, like 1,600 yards. He is unstoppable. I mean, he's running he's running a, a low 4'4", 6'3", 225 pounds, just a physical freak, but he cannot get out of his own way, all due to just smoking weed. Just got to have it. Yeah, but what man. do you need to do? Uh, yeah, I, I'm, I'm, oh, drop? man, the, the computer, it slowed up on me, bro. I was, oh, I was with on, you, man. man. It slowed up I on me. Going. I knew where he was going. I was trying to cue it up, man. It slowed up on me. Oh man! Oh come on now, the computer. That's that's the the love the computer showed me right now. Ain't that something? Ain't ain't that bad up? Yeah. Set it up for What's you. Good, what's kind of crazy is it, John Jones is up losing upwards of probably close to eighty to hundred mil after everything is said and done. I mean that that to me is the kind of the shocking thing of how much like financial losing, loss. How does he lose eighty to hundred million dollars? Well, think about it. I mean, he's been. I mean, from his last from the first incident that he really had, which was back in what 2014, 2020? Yeah. 
2014. From then to now, he was making probably roughly maybe 10 mil a fight after everything was said and done. We what? Don't, we don't know. We don't know. I mean, but let's... But 10 let's, million a fight? Also, but, like, after every endorsement is said and done, after everything, you know, the Nike sponsorship. Oh, yeah, there you go. Yeah, not Nike yeah. and this and that. I mean, we've got to take everything into consideration. After the first Bob. cocaine screw-up, so many things have happened. I mean, this guy has lost a fortune, and it's... It's it's crazy, and it's not like he's blown it off. I mean, in terms of like spending habits, just from his horrible life habits, if you will. Well, but, think about uh, this man; he hasn't been able to earn any income in in a long time. I wonder where does he where does he actually go from that? Wouldn't I, that be something though to see John like the, like your local Sonic or <laughs> In and Out? <laughs> I I don't want to ever see that man like that. That, oh, would, that bubble jump, but I'd be mad too. I'm like, man, you can get my order right, man. You get around there and <laughs> Bones Jones, and you're like. But uh, you still you, you talks you on the inf- on the thing of for like as a drive there you still there pussy. <laughs> <laughs> Man, it, it's it's amazing that such a such a crude phrase is now ingrained in us. Uh, it goes right up there with uh, I'm not surprised, motherfuckers. Oh, but that is the yeah. great that is the yeah. greatest post fight interview segment like line you'll ever hear. Yeah. That, I mean, I mean, well, no, well, yeah. actually, GSP, in, not in his own one. There's an, I'm not, I'm not impressed by your performance. Yeah, yeah. That, that, that's like the PG version. That's the PG version. But we, we, we rated all around these streets, man. We did. We, we rated, rated all. We rated NC17, my friend. Okay. <laughs> he said something more than that. I'm not impressed by your performance. He said something more than that. What are you talking about? No, no, he said well, we're just just uh, naming out some good post fight quotes. Oh, some good post fight. Yeah, oh, and then yeah, and then yeah, also yeah. we got it. We got to rank uh, anything Brock Lesnar, anything uh, from UFC 100. Where we, we said uh, I'm, I'm drinking a Coors Light. And yeah. I like I know a guy. Cut the check, Coors Light. Cut the check. Cut the right check. there, I'm bigging y'all up. Cut the check. And I'm gonna jump on my wife tonight. Man, I meant to. I meant to actually. I meant to actually have a have a beer, something right now. But whatever, I'll do that later. Yeah. Yeah. No. Uh, well, what time does the actual main event start tonight? Because I don't really care much uh, about the pre. Or the depends video. on how fast what? Tank Davis knocks Davis? out his. his I do bum not opponent. care. It depends on how fast Tank Davis knocks out his oh, bum opponent. But did hey didn't uh, Tank miss weight? Yeah. I don't yeah. think he even tried. Did they did they strip his belt too? Yeah. So yeah. wait, how many times has Javante uh, missed weight? Because I because I, I haven't seen any of his fights, but I hear he's always missing weight. Oh really? I I didn't know that. I've I've only seen him fight like once or twice or something. I don't know a lot about the guy. Bad dude. He's a bad dude, man. He's yeah. got some serious power. But like he's he, boxing power. But he doesn't. He's so not he disciplined. Actual combinations and you know, man, like, knock me all this. Oh, here, like here we that. go. Murph Sharp back at it. Yeah, Murph Sharp. <laughs> But, what uh, you mean, man? I ain't back at it, man. My tongue is too thick. It's too thick, Skip. No, but like one thing I, I like, Gervonta, I, I mean, from what I hear, he's very strong, very powerful, but he doesn't seem to have yes. a lot of discipline. He doesn't seem to have like a lot of discipline when it comes to kind of making. I think that would be Broner. I just think he's just too big for the weight class. Like he's too short. That's his problem. That's Broner's why he's too stupid, like a man. He's just too short, man. Broner's too stupid. Like he, he is... He he is a total moron, but the, by the way he runs his talent, career, man. like incredible talent. Like he's like to me, Bronner Bronner is like the young James Tony, except he gets hey, into a lot of legal trouble too. Although uh, James Tony probably got in legal trouble, I just can't. I, say, who, I can't remember. James Tony, the young James Tony. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Unbelievable. <laughs> Unbelievable. And yeah. then uh, yeah, and then of course Bronner having seven kids. I mean, I mean, you know, child support's running up high. You, you know, performing sex acts on strippers. Is, uh, oh. On Instagram as well. <laughs> like, is, it, was that, is that legit? Yeah, that's legit. Oh, okay. Yeah, that, that's, that, that's a wild mofo right there, man. Nah, nah, that's a wild man. No, no, that. no. Thank you, buddy. No, thank you. No, 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 no. No, thank you. Yeah, but like, I mean, kind of. Yeah, because I don't really. I'm thinking like, what the main event starts roughly at around what eight eight thirty possibly. Um, 
Oh, West Coast time. West Coast time. Yeah, he's in Atlanta. He's like, what the hell? 11 30. schedule right now. I'm like, man, I got things to do. Oh. Yeah. Um, I guess I guess it'll be something like that. Yeah. I don't know. Wait, Murphy, is it going to start? Bro, I'm, you, I plan on I plan on having a ridiculous amount of Jack Daniels. Hashtag Jackie D. I, I plan on having a little. I'm, little, I'm, little, I'm little looking Jack at it right now, man. Like, you looking at the like bottle right, right now? there? It's like right there. Uh, yeah. No, I. Man, I'm just. I don't know. Like, it just right. What hurts me a little bit is that there's nothing really exciting in the MMA world upcoming. I mean, now, now let's not say that there's nothing exciting, but in terms of like star building power. There's nothing really kind of catching our eyes. Well, Kevin Lee, Tony Ferguson. That's what I, I was about to say. Yeah, I mean, but no, 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 no. This, that's no, 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 be no, no, no. To, 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 to serious MMA fans, that's big. To yeah. casual MMA fans, who? Well, the thing is, that? I think I think both of those guys, Kevin Lee more so than Ferguson, but Kevin Lee is a guy that's going to have a lot of mainstream appeal. That dude is a star yeah. right there. He but is a now, star. Me, I'm, I'm not going to say he doesn't deserve hey, the hype. I'm not going to say he doesn't deserve the hype. But who besides Kiesa? I mean, he's beaten a lot of guys, you know, in the upper fifteen of uh, you know top fifteen of the lightweight division. But who besides Kiesa has he really defeated to earn a shot at Tony Ferguson? Because I'm going to keep it real: like Tony Ferguson is legitimately the the number two guy in the world behind Connor. Yeah, yeah, I, I agree with you on okay. that. But but who mar- marketing what, is what on thing, the but thing is, is is part of it is timing. I mean, Khabib is is gone missing in action again. Who Khabib, is Khabib, Khabib, beaten? Khabib doesn't exist. Khabib his he best his, his best RDA his best victories RDA's are RDA a now. RDA and of course uh, Johnson. Yeah, uh, yeah. Johnson? So pretty much, nah. I, I mean, Barboza. Barboza is he's not a journeyman. Barboza slated to fight. Are you saying Barboza is a journeyman? Oh heck no, Barbosa's no. the truth. Yeah, that's I'm what I'm saying. Michael like, Journeyman Johnson. Oh yeah, well yeah. No. Michael Johnson is a tough guy, but he is just that. I mean, it's, for for Kevin Lee to get this shot, it's more about timing and more about him being vocal than anything else because I don't yes. know if you guys were were watching the post fight show uh, when, uh, when, he, when Lee he fought uh, Kiesa. Kiesa. Yeah, no, yeah. no, we saw it. Yeah, so I'm yeah, watching that. that. Yeah, but were you following Twitter at the same time because all the talk yeah. on Twitter was about Twitch, Kevin right. Lee versus Tony Ferguson that that was the real main event. The way that the, the way they went back and forth in a post fight show that fight sells itself, man. You yeah. get those two in a room, they are gonna go at it. Here's another thing: it's gonna be. The, and then if he gets past Tony, which is a big if, that's, if, a, that's a huge Kevin if. Lee fan. A big big if, he's gonna be the first guy that's gonna out talk Connor. Uh, it's gonna be it's, di- possible. it's it, a different out talk. It, it's a po- it's, it's, it's a possible, different thing. But you know what? It's gonna be it's gonna be it's gonna be talk that I think me and you, uh, Murph, can relate to did. more. That's it's going to be, yeah, it's going to be like, that, I'm it's going to be like brother trash talk. Good... It's, it's, it's going to be trash talk, but at the same time, Connor, he, I don't think Kevin Lee has comedic timing. He doesn't. I think Connor has comedic timing. Yeah, but you, but you know what, you, you, you rank it. But see, right there, like, but, but bro, you see that right there, that's what I'm talking about. The trash talk that me and Murph will understand. This is brother trash listen, talk right here. Listen, I understand the lingo. Okay, <laughs> all right. I'm not. I'm not just understanding the lingo of the gringo. Okay, I, I know exactly what's up. What listen, I'm trying, Jules, what kind of what kind of trash talk does McGregor do? A lot of it is outlandish, and a lot of it is a lot of it is it's, borderline. It's well, races. it's well timed. It's well timed. I mean, listen with the whole. Like when you, Come on, man! Like the stuff with RDA, man. To me, that was that was that, that was that was that was pushing I was, it. I couldn't wait for RDA to get a hold of that boy. Then yeah, RDA I, was going to get knocked out, though. But that's another story. That's, that's continue. A whole, that's continue. A whole continue. Oh, we don't God. know. We don't know. Styles make fights, man. Oh, RDA, I love God. RDA, man. I love RDA. RDA but... is the truth. I think that was that was that was Connor's kryptonite right there. Uh, well, well, false. False, 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 we false, false, false. We'll never know. That was going to be a physical fight. We'll, we'll that was going to be a physical as fight. As long as it lasted, that was, man. He could, he could have implicated, he could have uh, replicated what, what Mendez did and took it beyond there because he has a, he has better stand-up skills than I think than Mendez. Mendez is a stud, too. 
Yeah, Menes is yeah. a I wish Mendez would have had a full camp for that. No doubt. I wish he could have represented. I can't even look at Mendez the same anymore now. Well, no, you know, he just apparently his his uh, PED failure was because of uh, that. It's like a psoriasis cream. psoriasis cream. Yeah, so I, I'm not I'm right. not going to put a lot of stock into that. Here's here's one other fight that I that I don't think is getting nearly enough attention, and that is Valentina versus Amanda. I mean, obviously, you know, the pull out of the fight. Yeah, because we already hyped and it that, up, and you, the, listen, yeah, we, I was already and it disappeared. Yeah. Listen, I, you guys have probably already talked about it, but I think Valentina is the truth. I think she is going to be one of the greatest bad, mixed bad martial arts. I mean, besides Joanna, besides Joanna, of course, yeah. I think she will go down as one of the greatest, and I think she's going to maul Amanda Nunez. Oh. Maul. Mm. Maul. Wait, did the onslaught she's going to have to deal with? No, 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 no. The onslaught she's got to deal with? She's already won that. She'll she'll, she'll withstand the onslaught. She's that tough of a person. She will not. This fight will not go past the third round. Do do you not remember her damn near dying in the second round of their fight? Like, wow. And Nunes is a lot more controlled. But she came back. She came back. Yeah, but Nunes is a lot more measured now than she was then. Listen, Valentina, she said it. She goes, you know, I think Amanda, it wasn't the fact that she had her sinus thing. She, she, it was the weight cut that you know that really drained it. We don't, we don't know exactly what happened, but she, she was saying like, listen, I really feel it was Amanda's weight cut that really drained her too much. The whole, the whole hospitalization, whatever you want to call it. But at the same time, I truly think that Valentina is so confident in knowing that she will defeat her. When that fight happens, I'm putting. If I were to put money on it, that's a big money fight right there. You heard it first from Jules A. Smith. Yeah. Who? Who? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Who's the Smith? Jules A. Smith. Jules A. Smith. Jules A. Smith, like 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 uh, I think Stephen I think A. Smith. Right about Valentina, Jules A. Smith, but they, they I think off that I think she's the weed. <laughs> <laughs> a little late, Go. a little late, baby. One, one more time, one more time for the people. Jules, please stay off the weed. He doesn't. He doesn't get it at all. Jules Yo, doesn't watch off. any other sport but MMA. Nothing. He has no Nothing. idea what we're talking about. No he, investment like Stephen, in anything else. Stephen A. Smith is just like a mythical creature. Oh, wait, wait, wait. Oh, wait. No, no. The, the, the guy with the weird hairline, right? <laughs> <laughs> the guy, is that the guy, with, is the guy with the hairline up to the top of his head or something like that? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. With, with Kellerman. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, no, I, I got you. No, that, that guy has the... Wha- just shave it. Steve, just... Yeah. Just shave it, my friend, okay? You ain't hiding anything. Um, no, but like... Hey, hey, hey. What do you think about Max? I, Max? I like Max a lot. Oh, you know Max he's like is, us, man. Max is incredible. Hey, Kellerman? Max and is incredible, man. And not both spit. You know Max and spit, right? Oh, he, I heard. Yeah, I heard he used to rap. Yeah, his he oh, and man, his brother. You get on there and look, listen to uh, Rumble, Young Man Rumble. Oh, okay. I'll Max check was, that out. It's Eminem. I'm not saying that just from a racial standpoint. Like, really listen to how, how his voice and the way he puts together his patterns and stuff like that. Um, um, dude, I'm telling you, Max was the truth, man. Max is a What's, cool dude, man. I, I his, his, I brother, his brother he that, got that, murdered. that was his, murdered. His, Wasn't his brother a rapper? Man. His brother yeah, they was both, a rapper. Yeah, they had a group together? Okay. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, I don't like how Max is spitting to a, you know the the whole honesty man. He's saying that Connor's not going to land a single shot. Come on, buddy. Well, I mean that's that's hyperbole. That's hyperbole. That's hyperbole. There's there will be unless that fight ends in the first two minutes or something like that. There is there will never be a boxing match where one guy doesn't get punched at yeah. all. Like that's yeah. that that's just well, that's, that's, that's straight up. He means clean shot. In boxing lingo, that means clean shot. Yeah. You, everybody's going to land on somebody. But then who has shot. landed besides Shane Mosley a clean uh, shot? Zab Judah. Maidana, oh, uh, Cotto landed some good shots on him too. Yes. Cotto did. Yeah, uh, Pacquiao that. landed some good shots on him man, also. That, that he just didn't land enough us. of them. Oh, the fight sucked, but he Pacquiao landed a couple good shots here and there. Yeah, um, yeah I mean, everybody Floyd Floyd isn't unhittable. It's just, he's not unhittable. It's just that really it's just that it's hard to keep doing it over and over again. It's harder, and he's got a good enough chin <laughs> to where it's hard to keep hitting him to where it's actually going to have some effect. So mm-hmm. if Connor doesn't have like 
that just just ungodly unearth you know unearthly power and 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 uncork on him and or maybe hit him once to the body and that kind of affects the way he he operates then you know it, it's it's very unlikely that he's going to one shot sleep him or something like that I, I don't see that happening yeah but check, check this out real quick guys yeah the skill set breakdown who has the power advantage connor uh, connor yeah, Connor has a has a power advantage. Connor by far. So just a, but by I would far. think is I wouldn't say by far necessarily because Floyd is definitely the trained boxer. So there's gonna be there's gonna be more sting to what he throws than I think a lot of people are gonna give him credit for. But still Connor Connor has finished people where Floyd hasn't for like the last time he finished somebody was a sucker punch damn near ten years ago. So um that's kind of where that stands, I think. Mm-hmm. Alright, who has the quickness advantage? I would say Floyd. Uh, Floyd, 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 but I, I don't by think far. speed. I wouldn't is say gonna, by far. I, th- I don't think speed I, is going to be uh, talking, a, a huge determining factor. Stuff like that, quick, uh, uh, quick coming punches. Yeah, yeah. But punches, what, I, what I'm thinking, like that. No. doesn't even throw those. What, what I'm thinking, jab. Uh, no, not barely, barely. He, he normally, he normally, at least in MMA, he would throw his his lead hook as as like the setup to see where to see where he could put the the um the cross. So man, that would power yeah you can't first, yeah you yeah you can't, can't do, do that's, you can't do that with Floyd City. you can't do it you but I expect boxing, man. but I expect Connor to have some sort of answer that not that's not going to work long term but I expect him to try something to to deal with that I'm more concerned about Connor taking the body shots than anything else that that I think that's is, what that's what Nate uh, Nate really did to punish him in that second yeah. fight though that that was the damage and, and then also the way Connor Connor like leans over into his shots. Like his body is wide open for a lot of things. But so, we, always, but you know, it's always funny. We always talk about how whenever he fights a guy that that's a good kicker, his lead leg is always just sticking out in front, waiting to be kicked. Yeah, I ever kicked him. Yeah, but at the same time, it's like, it's it's we always point out these flaws. But at the same time, the opponents never seem to capitalize. Then again, he's never fought a Floyd Mayweather. So he never fought a Floyd Mayweather. But in MMA, I think he's never fought guys. With the with the size, like to me, he was the biggest guy at 145. We can clearly no, no, no. see that. See now, I think when you're stepping into 155, a guy like Kevin Lee is bigger than bigger than Connor. I think that they can take advantage of stuff like that and be out of the way in, for a counter. Connor, Connor at at his heart as well uh, is a counter striker. You know, he's a very good counter striker. Yeah, uh-huh. man. So looks like our time on the on the broadcast today is ending. Uh, let me what? go ahead. Yeah, man. The, the, we just give them give them a little taste of the, of the calculus of combat slash fight nights. So it was good. Have have a little retro feel. Have a little little future feel to it all. But yeah, next up is the Outsiders with Josh Gross and Mr. Sure Dog himself, Jeff Sherwood. Oh, can I stay on the line to listen to that? Oh my God. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I'm, I'm looking forward Josh to that. Gross together. Yeah, yeah. I'm definitely looking forward to that. So we're gonna let this beat ride for a little bit. And hey, real uh, quick, and can we plug? My man is at Ant Walker MMA. I'm at Murph Baldwin on Twitter. M U R F B A L D W I N. Where you at, Jules? Man, I'm at, I'm at Jules at C O W E N. Jules Cohen. Yeah, you still? I don't. You, you even get on your Twitter? Twitter's done, baby. <laughs> yeah, so tweet Jules, uh, and you will not get a response. You will but not. Go ahead, go ahead, try it anyway. Yeah, you'll get um, some love. Tag me in it, and I'll let him know that he has a tweet. Yeah, <laughs> that'll uh, so, be the yeah. best way. So that, that's how that's how we'll do it. Uh, but in the meantime, hold on, hold on. Oh, he's struggling. Yeah, there we, there we go. Yeah, had had a little little thing. So, so anyway, we're gonna get started with the Outsiders podcast in a, in a few minutes. Or it's not really a podcast if it's being broadcast, or is it both? That rhymed. Ooh, feel me. Broad pod. Broad pod. Yeah. Broad pod. Mm-hmm. 
All right. Anyway, um, I'm Anthony Walker. He's Jules Cohen. My man Murph Baldwin on the SRN debut. Um, this has been Calculus of Combat. And um, take care, y'all. Enjoy the festivities. Peace. Peace.